0: Let's get to our top story. Port Coquitlam Mayor Brad West is just the latest local leader expressing his concerns over our immigration levels. In BC, we have set a record once again as over 150,000 people have moved to British Columbia this year. You may recall Canada passed the 40 million population mark earlier this year. Joining me now is Port Coquitlam Mayor Brad West. Brad, thank you for joining us today. Thanks very much for having me, guys. Uh, I was uh, looking at uh, an article uh, in the last 24 hours or so um, that basically talked about the growth of of our population here due to immigration, Uh, and you are certainly one other mayor now who has stepped up uh, speaking about your concerns in regards to immigration. Walk me through how you got to this position.
1: Well, I, I think it's really quite simple, and I think common sense uh, our, our country is struggling with uh, immense pressure on so many of our various systems, and, and certainly our housing is first and foremost uh, on that list. But our healthcare system, our education system, childcare you name it, our infrastructure. And at the time when we're going through that struggle, uh, we are seeing record numbers of people coming to our country and it, you know, it becomes a a matter of simple arithmetic. Um, You know, it was interesting to see, uh, you know, the BMO uh, come out and say, with the uh, context of Canada's affordability crisis, uh, you're adding this level of population and uh, it's just, it defies uh, reality. You know, in the first, ever pardon me, in the last three months, our population rose over 430,000 people. Um, the, the pressure uh, is just immense. And all of the announcements that government has been making around changes to zoning legislation, all of these measures to try and add additional housing supply, I, I mean, they're, they're just being evaporated in a nanosecond when you're seeing such significant population growth. Uh, and so I think we need to have a reality check. And I think the federal government needs to bring those numbers back down to earth.
0: Uh, when we say, when you say bring back those numbers down to earth, are you talking about the immigration numbers specifically, the official numbers, which by 2025 at half a million, I think we're at about 470,000? Uh, right about now, just in and around there uh, per year. But on top of that, of course, you have temporary foreign workers, you've got international students. I think by the time all that's added up, we're probably closer to uh, probably about 2 million um, people or a million and a half. Is this a question of cutting back on international students, temporary foreign workers? Or do you think we actually have to cut back on even our immigration numbers, our official immigration numbers?
1: Well, I do think we need to look at all three of those streams. Um, because they all are having the same impact in different ways, but they're all having a very significant impact. Um, and the other thing is that the federal government has been notorious at undercounting. Um, you'll recall that a couple months ago, there was a story that we undercounted by a million people. Uh, the numbers that are most recently out show that the number is 1.25 million people in annual uh, population growth, um, and the vast majority, obviously, through immigration. Um, When I look at those various streams, there are real challenges with all of them. Uh, The temporary foreign worker program is absolutely rife with abuse. Uh, The stories I have heard from people who have come here on a temporary foreign worker permit and the exploitation that those people have been subject to uh, is disgusting, quite frankly. Um, Government is well aware of these abuses and, and yet I think, is, is addicted to this program. It, it's, you know, often used as a, a form of uh, corporate uh, subsidy, I think, uh, suppression of wages. Um, a, and the people who are brought to our country through that program under false pretenses uh, are, are not treated in a way that I think any Canadian sh- would be proud of. Yeah, and so I... there's...
0: Sorry, continue?
1: So I think there, there's significant uh, uh, challenges there. And I, and I think that um, the, 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 the loosening of uh, the provisions around uh, the ability of an employer to bring people over and, you know, and, and the increase that you're going to see there is a significant challenge on international students. Uh, same issue. And then, yes, on immigration as well. Uh, the numbers that the federal government are talking about uh, are historic. They're record levels. They intend to supercharge immigration. I think in many respects they're using that to paper over some of the significant and structural weaknesses of the Canadian economy, Jazz. Um, you know, they, the idea is that if you throw enough people, uh, you, know, you, you supercharge population growth, and that sort of keeps things you know, humming along. And our economy has become so dependent on real estate that, uh, you know, that becomes sort of the first and foremost priority. And I think that that's part of why you see uh, these, um, you know, record immigration targets. I've even had developers who, some might argue, have an interest in seeing high uh, population uh, targets and high immigration targets um, because of the business. And I've even had developers say to me, like this is insanity. We, we can't even begin to build enough housing as it is, let alone uh, be adding the type of uh, numbers that we're talking about each and every year.
0: We are speaking to Port Coquitlam Mayor Brad West. We're talking about the record number of um, of immigrants and temporary foreign workers and immigrants. Uh, immigration uh, that we are seeing in our country uh, this year. Already 150,000 people have moved here to British Columbia in 2023 uh, alone. Brad, in regards to these numbers, when you talk about um, even uh, international students, uh, in some of our colleges we have uh, you know 30% of the revenue or student population base is now international students. In Ontario, uh, I believe next year at the rate they're going at, Uh, international students will put more money into the college system than the actual provincial government. And it does speak to the reliance on uh, whether it be temporary foreign workers or international students or immigrants for our economy. Uh, In your community, how are you dealing with the broader issue of housing and the challenges of housing and these immigrants that are coming and needing places to live?
1: It's an incredible challenge because um, when you talk about the immigration numbers, I mean, it's something that's completely out of the city's control. What can the city do? The city can control land use. We can approve housing. Um, And and then that's where it stops. You know, I continue to hear some levels of government talk about, well, cities building housing. We don't build housing. The city of Port Coquitlam has never built one unit of housing and, and never will. We approve land use and then it's up to the builders the private sector uh, the property owner to decide and you know and we have had you know thousands of units go through our rezoning process be approved and then because of market conditions and particularly right now because of interest rates decide they're not going to build uh, and so it's incredibly challenging and frustrating because as i think people are aware the you know, local government is under the microscope right now and other levels of government are waving their finger at us saying, you're the problem. Um, and yet, from where I sit, I, I see our city approve every single housing application that comes in front of us. Um, and, and that, you know, and that's our job. Those are the things that we're supposed to look at. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't have control uh, of, of what happens after that point. Um, what I think is having a far greater impact on housing than municipal zoning processes is immigration. You know, and again, it, it's a simple matter, in my opinion, of arithmetic. I, you know, we have so many people in this country. We are able to build so many units of housing. Um, and when the federal government decides to supercharge those numbers, it's just it is not viable. It's not it's not based in reality, Jazz, because mm-hmm. you simply can't make this housing appear out of thin air. And it also, as you know, takes a long time to construct it. Yeah. So uh, it, the, the whole discussion seems very detached w- from well, the reality of communities on the ground.
0: But I think it is, it is I think we, the fact that we're talking about it says a lot. I had the housing, federal housing minister on, I had the federal immigration minister on, and I have brought these issues up. And I think there is some acknowledgment. They've gone too far. I had Pierre Pauly on the show earlier this week, and he, well, he didn't want to give me his full platform. <laughs> he did mention on air that their plan uh, is going to be based on, when it comes to immigration numbers, how many doctors do you have in your community the year before, and how many houses did you, uh, how much housing did you approve as well? So he didn't get into specifics, but he did mention that to me earlier this week. You look at places like the Netherlands, which are very progressive left-wing government, and... They've elected uh, a pretty strong right-wing anti-immigration government recently, and it's a similar problem is that we are just, is too much immigration. Even immigrants are saying that. Do you fear the same, and I mean fear is not the word, but do you think we're heading in that same direction in regards to a a federal election that is expected in in, uh, 2025, maybe earlier, that this is exactly where we're heading, that these policies are actually perhaps not turning off Canadians towards immigration, but certainly... A greater amount of skepticism of immigration that we've never seen before simply because of these turbocharged immigration numbers.
1: Well I think it really gets to how detached the sort of political elite are in this country. Uh, I mean they they have been on this mantra for a long time Um, and I do think that there is maybe a backlash is the right way of describing it. There's certainly a disconnect um, because I think regular people on the ground get it um, immigrants themselves get i 've had this discussion with many people who've uh, immigrated to this country more recently uh, and you know they 're of the same view um, so I, I think when the politicians stop listening uh, voters are I think more apt to roll the dice on uh, political choices that maybe they wouldn't have otherwise made if you know, if more of the mainstream political parties were listening, but they, they clearly aren't, they exist in this echo chamber, you know, so the, you know, who's the biggest cheerleaders for, you know, some of the mass immigration numbers? Well, it's been, uh, corporate Canada. Um, and, you know, I would include the universities in that. Our universities have become like businesses, basically mm-hmm. big business. Um, it, you know, and, and sort of the political Ottawa bubble, uh, Meanwhile, real people on the ground in our communities are seeing a healthcare system that has stretched the limit, an education system that can't even get uh, children in proper classrooms. Uh, they see uh, a runaway freight train on housing and not being able to build enough people, uh, enough housing for people. And they think, well, what gives? what planet are you living on that you think that in that environment, ah, the answer is to go even higher, have even more people it just doesn't add up. And that's the disconnect.
0: Well, I think this is going to be one of the main issues along with housing for 2024. And I hope we do address it because, as you say, it impacts everybody, whether it's immigrants who come to this country or everyday folks uh, just trying to get ahead as well. Brad, if we don't speak before the new year, Merry Christmas to you and your family and Happy New Year to you.
1: Very Merry Christmas to you and all your listeners, Jazz. Thanks for having me on.